Hello. Hello and welcome back. We are on day number two. Right now, I'm forcing myself to do a 10-minute walk around the neighborhood. I'm feeling kind of under the weather, so yeah, I am feeling uh, a little some type of way. But we are in a nice, beautiful neighborhood, Pack Heights, and I want to do this manifestation walk, which is you walk around a nice neighborhood. Um, it doesn't have to be a walk. Uh, basically, it's surrounding yourself in a nice neighborhood so that whatever it is that you see, smell, interact is going to be some super nice thing and that you will be able to put yourself in like this, this surplus mentality, this like mentality that these are the things that are normal in your life. So where I live right now, um, well, I'm on Sacramento Street in Divisadero. If you look that up on Google Maps, you'll see where it is in San Francisco. And if you go up a few blocks, you know, like if you're doing, uh, you know, Google Street View, Street View, you go up a few blocks and you look around. These houses are ten million dollar houses, twenty million dollar houses. They're insane. Some of them are massive. And they're here in the heart of San Francisco, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> like, given how expensive real estate is here, and seeing these houses here, man, that's crazy. The fact that they can afford it, amazing. So, I'm walking up there, and you should definitely look it up. It, it's so nice. So, as you're walking through these, these places, and you're taking in all these views, you get inspired... And you start thinking about what could be, what can be. And it's just a good way for you to put yourself in an environment where you're like, whoa, I love this. I am inspired by this and I can see myself in something like this. Because, you know, you are a product of your surrounding. Um, and if you're surrounding yourself with things that make you feel like you're lacking you're obviously gonna spend time there uh, and like be in the same place that's why they say you are the average of your five friends and if your friends are constantly complaining not thinking about big dreams and goals or doing anything you know like massive or fun you're gonna end up the same way it's kind of like me and all my friends that I surf with like they are all ripped. It's kind of crazy because, like, from, um, from like, growing up, you know, my, my friends are cool. But actually, yeah, actually, look, the same concept, too, with all my friends in track. When I ran track, all my friends there were ripped and in shape. And now when I'm surfing, all my friends from surfing are ripped and in shape. And it's because we all share this activity of surfing. Now, if I had surrounded myself by other people that didn't value being in shape and being physically active, then I probably wouldn't be, you know, so in shape as well. So, since I do these things and I surround myself by these people, like, I am in probably the best shape of my life. Also, I'm getting winded. We're going uphill. It's kind of steep. It's not super steep, but it is kind of steep. And we're almost there. A few blocks away. I'm 
probably walked up two blocks so far. Um, but at night or during sundown, you can get a very beautiful view of the city from here. It gets super pink. The last few days have been so pink. It is amazing. But yeah, once I get there, I'm just going to walk around the neighborhood, indulge myself in the scenes, and just you know take it all in. I used to do this too in San Diego. So there's a neighborhood in La Jolla, if you're not familiar with La Jolla. La Jolla is the bougie part of town. La Jolla is nice. And you know, at one point I actually lived in uh, UTC. Some people call it La Jolla too. I'm not too sure, but um, it was this very nice, luxurious kind of, uh, I forgot what the word for it is, but it's like this upscale rental. So there was like this renaissance looking building. It was called Villas of Renaissance. Oh, sorry if it's loud, there's a bus here. We are in the city. But yeah, I lived in this place called Villas of Renaissance. And it was a beautiful, super expensive place to live at. And uh, what was I getting at here? <laughs> Sorry, these things are like me taking you on a walk and just reflecting. But um, okay, yeah, so La Jolla, basically. La Jolla, super nice neighborhood, super rich and posh. So I lived in La Jolla for a bit. But my favorite part, though, is Bird Rock. Bird Rock is this little tucked away neighborhood in La Jolla. It's like actually the quiet part of La Jolla. Usually when you go to La Jolla, you're going to go to like this La Jolla Cove, look at the seals and look at all the little shops and stuff. But Bird Rock is where there's surf spots, which are also like tucked away hidden surf spots too. So you have to know where to look. Um, there's like this little strip mall kind of, not strip mall, like this little strip of town this, that has um, shops. They're also really cool, bougie shops, but at the same time, kind of, kind of more okay than like the other bougie shops. It's kind of just like a uh, upscale, feels good, well curated stuff. But yeah, so I would do these afternoon bike rides where I would just bike over to Bird Rock, bike all through town, and just like take everything in. And you know what's funny there is like the average house there is probably like two million. Um, and where we're walking right now in San Francisco, the cheapest house on the street is like two million. Most of them average around 10 based on Zillow. So don't know how accurate that is, but based on Zillow at least, most of these houses here are like 10 million. Okay, so I just got here. We are on Pacific and Divisadero. If you look it up and do street view, you'll see it. It's beautiful. One of this house even has like benches in front of it. They're just that rich. I can't imagine having benches in front of my house. But it's very nice. You got like a lit up Christmas tree and everything's just super beautiful. Plenty of parking. Rare for the city. Well, not plenty. There's probably like three spots, which to me is plenty because you cannot find parking here. The other day, me and a friend of mine, we got back and we were driving around the block probably 15 minutes looking for parking. And we ended up having to go to this place that was like, um, just like a, a metered parking. So we got lucky there. And it was 
Only temporary parking, too, because it's metered. But yeah. So now we are walking through pack heights, like proper pack heights. Right now I'm living at like lower. Well, technically I'm in pack heights too, but I feel like I don't live in the nice part of pack heights. And right now this is the nice part of pack heights. I'm like a street above California street, which is like the divide between lower pack heights and middle pack heights. And middle pack heights is where, you know, all the bougie and all the rich houses are at. And this is what people think of when they think of pack heights in San, San Francisco. So we're walking through there now. I uh, wish you were here. I can, but I'll, I'll try my best to describe some of these houses. So some of them are brick covered buildings. Um, ivy growing up some of the walls. Some of them look like they probably have 20 rooms. It's insane. And they're like single family dwellings. Uh, normal cars. Actually, nothing nothing too crazy. On a CRV right in front of me. One Porsche. A Jeep. Yeah, I guess the Porsche is the nicest one. A Mitsubishi. And then across the street, I'm looking at this uh, nice looking, like, I guess this one's a multifamily unit. It's massive, though. It's massive. It's like one, two, three, four, five, six. So six of these like bay windows. Um, I'm guessing there's six houses on this side, six houses on the other side too. So there's 12 and there's like five levels. So 12 times five is probably like 50 some rooms. Probably a few, few family housing kind of thing. But yeah, when you're like going through these streets, you know, you start to think of why these people, you know, got to where they are. What did they do? What are their lives like? And, you know, seeing their cars and seeing how they live, you're like, maybe this could be me. And for like the split second, you're like picturing your life doing this. And I think it's a really, uh, like a really powerful practice because I don't have too many heroes in my life. Like, um, people who I model my life after. So it's important for me to have like a, you know, a, a way to envision a goal or like a way to envision a path for my life. And seeing things like this and putting yourself in this, these positions put you in a place where you can, you know, like in some ways imagine a path for your life. And, you know, when people talk about manifestations, I feel like this is how it happens. Is you, you, you know, like you put yourself in these places and your mind starts processing ways of how you can make it happen. So in some ways, you're not really, it's not magic. Like you yourself manifest it because you yourself make it happen. And the secret to it is that you need to want it. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So, you know, going here, it's like a brainstorming session. Um, everybody needs some. So I do definitely recommend a manifestation walk, which, you know, once you break it down, it's not really manifestation. It's you putting yourself out there, making your mind do its work, and making your mind just, like, figure it out for you. Because your mind's powerful. It's crazy. Like, I have, I have, like, these... Uh, notebook journaling entries where 
I remember looking back at it months later and I was like, oh my God, I manifested all these things. Like I remember one journal entry was live by the beach and surf whenever I want. And later on in that year, I was a block away from the beach at Pacific Beach living. I was literally two houses in from the beach, but you know, there is a block there. So it's like you cross the street one time, but still I was across the street from the beach. And then another time I wrote down that I wanted to be a stone's throw away from the beach because, you know, a block was too far from the beach. So, you know, I didn't put too much thought to it, but, but I guess I did. Um, one of the girls that I was dating at the time would always bring up uh, that concept of being a stone's throw away from the beach. So fast forward maybe a year, I ended up in living in a vacation rental in Hawaii, a stone's throw away from the beach, the ocean. Um, like the balcony was right or the lanai, as they call it in Hawaii, uh, the lanai was overlooking the ocean, like 20 feet away. And it's just crazy how these things happen. You know, it, it's not magic. It's, you know, you putting yourself, you opening yourself up to these opportunities and then being okay to take in that opportunity when it comes up. So, you know, I... Also saw something else the other day that was coming up. I was looking at these um, 1980s, like this vintage Mercedes. I've been wanting this vintage convertible Mercedes for, yeah, like not a while, but I've been, you know, like liking it. And then, uh, so I did some research. I do a lot of research before I buy something big, and I just saw it pop up on Craigslist, and it was crazy because just because it got sideswiped um so the uh the driver's door was a bit dented they were selling it for three thousand dollars this is probably like a thousand dollar bodywork job so if i was in a position like you know if i was in somewhere more permanent because i'm still kind of traveling around if i was more permanent i would swoop this up this is easily like a seven to ten thousand dollar car with just a thousand dollars worth of bodywork um the rest maintenance not too hard i mean not too bad you have to know that you're going in to maintain these cars but it looked like it was in good shape um seemed good so you know like these this is how those opportunities just pop up like you put it out there like you're researching you're doing these things and then your mind just starts to notice these opportunities when they pop up anyways that is it for today's walk and talk i'm looking at some million dollar buildings here now too this is house i'm across the street from i'm on line street in pacific and this house is massive all four corners of these massive houses anyways i am figuring out where i'm going next costa rica bali maybe so if you have any advice or by the time you hear this, I'll probably be in one of those places or another cool, awesome spot. So thanks a lot for listening, and I will see you again on the next episode. Peace.